She's alive. She's alive. Okay. Okay. It's clearly not happening right now. We'll get back to everyone on what the podcast yeah. name will Look, be. The podcast name is to be determined. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. TBD. TBD on TBD, that name. TBD. The big drama. Um, but we should probably introduce ourselves. Yeah, we might those, as well. For those who don't know. Those who don't know or didn't listen to the last podcast that we had, which was Who Up Could It Like? Which we're not calling it Who Up Could It Like in 2018. We're rebranding. Same concept though. Yeah, which was, um, we watch a terrible movie. Watch a terrible movie and talk about it. Talk about it. We come up with, um, theories and even propose sequels. Yes, that is one of that's what, what we used to do. Yeah. Um, so introduce yourself. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sophia. We are in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. My co-host. What is your name? My name is Yanni. Um, similar. No. No. So the whole Yanni Laurel uh, epidemic that happened. I've been getting a lot of that. Getting a lot of flack, definitely. It's a struggle. I mean, at least people know how to say my name now. Mm. But I think if I said Yanni to someone, they go and type it how it's typed on a stupid video. I don't know a single Y-A-N-N-Y. person. Y-A-N-N-Y. I don't know a single person whose name is spelled like that. No. It's not good. It's not how you spell my name. My name's spelled L-A-U-R-E-L. That's how you say spell it. Oh, look. It's been... That meme really just, like... I was not expecting that. I thought we were kind of done with all those, like, oh, is it pink or is it green? Mm. But no, and now people are just doing it with, like... People obsess over it. They get mad. Mm. People on the internet mad? Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thought that people on the internet would be mad about anything? Or it's like, people are getting so angry about who they hear. It's like, do you hear Laurel? If you don't hear Laurel and you're a weird bitch, it's like, Mm. who's got the time? Not me. So, I was thinking, for everyone who... Let's recap on what movies we watched last season on the podcast, TBD. Mm. Um, okay, so first we watched Striptease. Yeah, so that Mean was... Girls too. We chose Striptease, oh, striptease. first. Yes, because, because it was the year we were born. Mm, and it was like considered to be the worst movie of 1996, which mm-hmm. is the year we were born. Yeah. Yes, we're mil- millennial. Yes, yeah. we're millennials. <laughs> If you couldn't tell. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Striptease was bad. Um, so bad. Demi Moore, Burt Reynolds, an environmental... Oh, forgot that Burt Reynolds. Under, undertone, but not really. Horrible. Not good. Then we went to Mean Girls 2. Mean Girls 2 was fantastic. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was about. I don't remember was, what a lot of these It was the about, same actually. as Mean Girls 1. Yeah. But just about cars instead of the jungle. Yes, I remember that. That's pretty much all that there was. Um, after that, we did... Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. <sighs> and we questioned whether um, Adam Sandler got double billed on that. Yes. Because he plays both title roles. Mm. Did he pay himself twice? Twice. Mm. Um, Jack and Jill was definitely a tough movie to watch. As as you'll find, like a lot of the Adam Sandler movies are difficult mm. to watch. Mm-hmm. They're not particularly funny. They're not written well. His wife is always way, way hotter than hot. him. Yeah, like it, it surpasses logical reason. Um, and there was a lot of racism in that movie. Yeah, there was a lot coming of, like, from Jill. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Hispanic Jill was stuff. Annoying. 
Jill was the worst. Like, if you thought Adam Sandler was bad, <laughs> him like, as Adam, a woman. Adam, him in drag. <laughs> Adam, that's right, he was in drag, yeah. Adam Sandler in drag is a lot worse than Adam mm. Sandler out of drag. After that, I believe, was Paul Blackmore Club 2. Yes, it was. The disaster. Another kind of Sandler-based movie. Yes, I think, I think it was like a spawn-off. Because he probably mm. helped Kevin James with his independent movie career. Yeah, Adam Sandler keeps Kevin James that, alive. It's the Happy Madison Company or whatever it is. Oh, Happy. Terrific. Yeah. Good <laughs> 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 Um. Yeah, so... Paul Blackmore Cop 2 was definitely a turning point in the podcast's <laughs> season. Yeah, it definitely, like... Broke us. It broke us. That was definitely a hard movie to watch. Um, when he gets freaking kicked by that <laughs> horse in the end. You know what? I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say people should watch that movie. No. Okay, guys, look. We, I really wanted to stress that the number one rule of the podcast is that no one should watch any of these movies. But Paul Blackmore Cut 2, I, I would say especially, don't watch that. Go out of your way to make sure yeah. that you avoid that movie at all costs. I don't know. You don't want to go see um, Kevin James go into a diabetic... Um, what do they call it? Uh, catatonic yeah. state. <laughs> and so he gets his sugar from a kid's ice cream that drips down oh, his hand. That was borderline sexual. <laughs> like, it, but in a very disturbing way. I was traumatized by that scene. Like, there was a lot traumatizing. There was a lot going on. Um, but Rainy Rodriguez, the shining star. Yeah. Shining <laughs> star. I think that should be a new segment in, in the, um, in the podcast, <laughs> we should call it Shining Star, the actor, Star. the actor in the film that just gave it their all. Yes, and we should, yeah, that's because there's idea. always one. Yeah, there's always I someone think. who really was committed, and everyone else is just for, kind of just turning up for the check. For Jack and Jill, was it um, thingy at Katie the end? Holmes? Oh no, it wasn't Katie Holmes. She was just there for the check. Um, at the end, isn't it? Isn't um, Al Pacino? Oh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, Al Pacino is definitely the Shining, shining Star of Jack at the and Jill. Jack and um, Jill. Um, I mean, we can go through and do the shining stars of all the movies now. If we you probably want. could. Yeah. Striptease. Striptease, the shining star would have been Ruma Willis. You've got a her, better memory than I do. Her real life daughter. Oh, yes. She played her daughter in the movie, which it's I think was fun. great. So I'm going to go ahead and chuck Ruma Willis in the ring for I would the say shining star. Yes, as well. Um, I need to hop on. For Mean Girls 2. I'm trying to think. Someone cameoed in that movie. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's raining. Um, Love that. Um. Oh, no, Mean Girls 2. I would say The Shining Star would be the mean girl who was in, in Corinne House. House. Yes. And she played that, like... Oh, but what about the love interest? Um, who was the love interest? His name is... Tyler. Was it Tyler? No, I hate that actor. Do you? He's, yeah. He was in He was Diego. in Pretty Little Liars, wasn't he? I hate him. I hate he his face. He was in that, um, that Ryan Murphy show. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. No, I don't like him. You don't his like face him? creeps me out. He's got that butt chin. The butt chin. Can't do it. Can't do that. He does a good Matthew McConaughey impersonation. Mm. I'm not going to lie. This All is very right, early. okay, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, um... For Jack and Jill, yeah, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. 
Um, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, Rainy Rodriguez, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, who did we do after that? I think after the that happening. was Abduction. Oh, no, it was The Happening. Was it The Happening? Okay. Abduction. The Happening... Um, the Wind. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> <laughs> the Wind. The Wind. <laughs> the Wind was like the only person who was really there in that whole movie. The Happening, I think, if there's any movie I think you should watch, I would say it would be The Happening. Just oh, okay. to well, see Mark Wahlberg pretend to be a science teacher. Is so funny. Um, hold on. I think I feel like there was someone in there. No, no it was literally Did just him die? and Zoe Deschanel, and everyone else died. Everyone else died themselves. Was there a little girl? Yes, oh, you know that's what? right. There was a that girl. guy who was in so many early 2000s movies like Cat in the Hat, um, Spencer Breslin. Was he in it? Mm-hmm. Really. He played. Wasn't he was in the happening. He was the kid. But he wasn't the kid. Kid. I can't see any photos of him. I'm pretty sure he was there. He was a kid. He had a line in the happening. Open the door, bitch. Oh, brilliant. Amazing. Um. After that, then it was abduction. Abduction. Um. The Shining Star and Abduction. That movie was bad. That was bad. Um, oh, God. There was no Shining Star and Abduction. That movie was just a world of, of badness. Um, potentially... Lily Collins? No. You hate her, I hate Lily Collins. Lily Collins' eyebrows, maybe. <laughs> True. Her eyebrows were The Shining Star. Um... What did we do after that? Did we do glitter after that? Yes, we had back-to-back guests, I think. Mm. So it was glitter, glitter and, then and then it was then our Halloween that, episode. Ha- yeah, The Wicked Man, and then That's My Boy. And That's My Boy. And then the fa- the infamous, um, never-released episode of um, Gili, Gili, which never happened. Um, um, for glitter, I would have to put forward the cat that doesn't age. Yes, the ageless cat. Or the mum at the end. Right? That's right. Yes. No, I would, I would the say the cat. cat. The ageless cat, 100%. Um, Wicker Man, the Wicker Man. The actual <laughs> Wicker Man. Yeah, the man of Wicker definitely was the shining star in that movie. Or just all the bees. <laughs> like, shout out to all the bees. They really... Didn't have a colony collapse in that hive. No, they were really working hard to that whole movie, as mm-hmm. they continue to work hard to contain and like maintain our ecosystems today. So, um Shout out to the bees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then That's who my else? My, That's my boy. Look, I love Andy, but I just do not oh, like this movie. Oh, I love Andy Sandberg. He is such a sweetheart. He's got a heart of gold, but this movie was a, um, a blight on his career. Let's see. What else? Do you remember Will Forte? Um, Susan Sarandon. Yes. The Shining Star. The pedophilic star. teacher. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then... 100%. Um, that was it. Then we went to Gili, which we'll do a... a Gigi, We're going to redo Gili, but it will probably be the disabled brother. Oh, yeah. Or the, um, the Italian mum. Yes. I forgot about her. The disabled brother. Okay, let's okay, rank it from least... No, from watchable to least watchable. No, no, no. We should be... Do your least watch... No, most watchable. Worst to worst. Worst... 
to the worstest. Worst to worstest. No, no, no. Worstest to no. Worst to worstest. Okay. All right. So. So like number nine. The least bad to the most bad. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Oh. For you. Hmm. I'm probably gonna say. Oh, they're all really bad. I'm probably going to say maybe striptease are probably the least bad. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think the book was actually like more meant to be like a satire. I think it would, it could have been a way better. I was but, trying to do something. Mm, I think they could, I think it was just like a poor director that didn't really understand the, like the source material and they just kind of made it more about Demi Moore's titties, which is really, who's really complaining about that, but it wasn't good. Um, I'm gonna have to say the Wicker Man. What was yours? The least bad, the Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was kind of tossing up between those two, but I just can't give Nicolas Cage any credit. Mm. Uh, Oscar winner Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Award winning. Did he win an Oscar? Mm-hmm. What for? I don't. I, I want to say adaptation, but I don't think he won for that. Um, it was one of his earlier. They'll just hand them out to anyone, really. He must have done one really good one. But he's done so many bad ones. Yeah. Because like, he just takes everything. What's that, that one with the southern accent that's, like, horrific? Face off? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the one where he takes his face off and puts it on John Travolta's <laughs> face, right? Yes. Oh, no. It honestly doesn't seem real, like, the fact that these movies were even made. I know. I think it's his most... <sighs> one, one Oscar. Uh, Leaving Las Vegas, it's called. 1995, and he got a nominee mm. for Adaption, starring Meryl Streep. Well, that was Meryl's back, no less. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right, um, your eighth. Oh, uh, okay, well then I'll say Wicked Man. And I would probably say Striptease. Yeah. We're on the same page there. Mm-hmm. Same reasons. Wicked Man, like, the thing is, like, that was M. Night Shyamalan, wasn't it? No, it Wicked Man, no, that, no. Um, you're thinking of The Happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Wicked Man, like, it still had a good story. It was just kind of, well, it wasn't really a good story, but... I think it was, it was it an was adaption. Just strange. Yeah, it was an adaption from adaption a was 70s or 60s movie. Because they made it about women, right? Yeah, it was meant to be about, like, um, female empowerment. But it, they were also like... It just went off. Look, it, no, it wasn't good. No, it, it's definitely not a good movie. <laughs> we're trying to like justify them, but no. no. There's nothing that can really justify that movie. Um, seven. Seven. I'm going to say... Oh, mean Girls 2. That's fair. I would probably agree. Mean Girls 2. Like, look... Comparing it to Mean Girls is not fair because Mean Girls 1 was so spectacular. Mm. That movie was so fantastic. So it's not really fair to compare it to Mean Girls 2. Mm-hmm. But if you compared it to like any other shitty teen movie, it would probably it be It was okay. actually pretty good. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, it was basically the same premise as Mean Girls 1, except it was a lot more like raunchy in some ways mm. and then also very like Disney-fied and others like... So, yeah, I don't know yeah. what ground it was trying to hit with that one. Yeah, it was strange. Like, you know, it was weird. But. And your number seven? I would say Mean Girls too. Mm. I would agree with that. 
Um, number six, I would put the happening. Oh, okay. What were you gonna put? Abduction. Really? No, abduction is way higher for me. Really? I really have a thing against that I movie. really didn't like the happening. I didn't like the happening either, but abduction was way worse. Wait, how many have we got left? Well, we're up to six. Okay. So we've got like um, five left. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's the correct counting. Yeah. I really like Zoe Deschanel. But Mark Wahlberg as a teacher was the most unbelievable performance I've ever seen. Okay, well, if it makes you feel any better that the happening is next on mine, it'd be fifth. Fifth, yeah. That sounds about right. In fourth place for me, what have we got left? Um, we've got That's Wait, My in Boy, fifth place, Glitter, got... Jack and Jill, and Paul Block. I'm putting Glitter next because I enjoyed uh. Glitter. Even yeah. though it was bad, I loved it. I loved every second of it. It was crazy. It was so Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. I really liked before. it, but it was not a good movie, mm -hmm. and it did not do well. I'm the same. But, yeah. Um, third, I would put That's My Boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because if you think of what's left... See, like, I didn't like that. That's My Boy. I was going to put That's My Boy as, like, number one. But Number one? Uh, maybe number I'm putting... two. I'm going to put Jack and Jill as number three. That's my number one. Really? My number one is Paul Blart. Really? It's the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's my number two. But, oh, actually, no. I'm going to put That's My Boy as number one. And Paul Blart as number two. Because That's My Boy. I can't get down with, like, mm. the child rape thing. Like, I just couldn't get with that. And then there was a lot of incest as well. Daddy issues. It was yeah, really true. fucked up. Like, it, it had... And this is, like, a common theme with a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Like, a lot of the characters in any other movie would have serious, like, mental issues. Yes. Due they to, like, be... the things that mainly Adam Sandler's character puts them through. Yep. Um, so it's kind of really disturbing to watch movies by him because it's like in any other movie, this character would not be celebrated the way that they are. And, you know, they would need help. But and in Adam Sandler's world, it's okay to be a total asshole to everyone and all Andy, the time. Andy kind of played the straight edge character, right? Yeah, I think his like character he was, was the meant toned to be like, down. Yeah, he was meant to be toned down to the wild father. Yeah, and he was like trying to get away from that. You know, he was trying to like yeah. escape his like crazy weird dad. Which isn't what Andy, Andy's best when he's doing his weirdest or weird shit, like yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, Jake Peralta is the best character yes. for Andy because he's weird, but he's also, like, lovable, a lovable, fun... He's like big a old trout dog. mouth. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. I love him so much. He's great. But yeah, so that's probably our, like... The list, the yeah. The list, yeah. We're, we, we de there definitely is a worst-to-worstest kind mm. of list when we do these films. Yeah. Um, and Adam Sandler is definitely always at the worstest. Look, if we had finished um, Gigi, where do you think it would go on the list? I'd probably, is it up there? Mm, I'd put it uh, in the middle. Mm, just for that turkey is just next. That turkey so... was so nasty. And actually, no, I think there were a lot of things wrong. We'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll do that one again. We'll fill people in. Yeah, There's Julie will definitely scene. be. <laughs> I forget we got to give context to the people who are listening. Yeah, look, we'll do Julie. It'll happen. Like, it'll, it will happen again. You will be forced to listen to us here. Yeah, and I think there was a recent article sent out that um, thingy, what's her name in Julie? J Lo. J Lo said that it's not as bad as everyone thinks. 
<laughs> Honey. Honey. I love JLo, but she couldn't even. She would definitely that. think that. Um, I know that Matt Damon like has a poster of Julie, <laughs> and he just uses it, waves it around to piss Ben Affleck off. I love that. I know, because they're actually friends, but that would yeah. piss me off too. Um. Okay. Well. What are some other prospects? Wait, for movies. We're thinking about doing a Christmas in July. Yeah, because obviously Yanni's not going to be here for Christmas, and Christmas is kind of far away. So we wanted to do Christmas in July. We review a lot of really bad movies. There's been a movie on our radar for a really oh shit. There's been a movie on our radar for a really long time, um, and it's a Christmas movie that we really wanted to watch. So we thought it would be a good opportunity to watch it finally and go mm-hmm. over it together. Well, I there. It's a tricky, tricky task to pick the movies because you don't want to go with ones that are like everyone horrible. hates yeah because they're too easy yeah like you we wanna... would never look do the room because the room oh is, no the, the room, room is... is so bad that it's good like, that is you know, good and then we, we would, would never, never do, do there are some sh- uh, movies that we would never do because they're just poor because of the budget yeah we want to look at like big budget like Gili had a budget behind it mm. You know, all that's the Adam my Sandler boy. They all have, have huge, huge budgets. budgets and, and they usually make bad. their money back, which is super annoying. Yeah. Which is why we keep coming out with these movies. Yeah. The worst part is that they make money. Like, The Room had a very low budget. Oh, actually, he allegedly spent a lot of money, but it looks low budget. Mm. We want the yeah. big and blockbuster the fails. Is like, you know, The Room, even though it was bad, it was loved, you know? It's loved. That's the problem. Like, people will go and see these movies, but they're not going to love them. They're not going to remember them. They're just yes. going to be like, oh, this is... That was horrible. There was no enjoyment. Whereas The Room actually is yeah. funny. Yeah, people enjoy The Room. You know, people enjoyed it kind of when it came out. And then, well, they really enjoyed it when it came out. And then mm-hmm. now it's like a cult thing. Everyone watches The Room. So yeah. there's no real benefit to us watching The Room. There's no, nothing that's why, been said about sh- it that yeah. hasn't been said before. Exactly. That's why we go after movies like... Yeah. Ghost 2. <laughs> Striptease. Where people know they're just bad. Yeah. What's... What about last year? I have a list of the films I saw last year. Do you want to know what the lowest rated one was? Please, because I, I don't really watch that many movies. Mm, I keep track of mine and I rate them personally. Well, go ahead. Yanni's lowest, a film student, by the way. So. My lowest one is A Bad Mum's Christmas. Oh, yeah. I can see that mm. being horrible. It was quite bad. Um, <laughs> some other ones down here. I got Home Again. Yeah, I heard that that was horrible. It is really bad, and I'm so upset because I love Reese oh, Witherspoon. She's an she icon. does better on TV, I think. Maybe she's great in oh, Big Little Big Lies. Big Little Lies is great. She's had some great roles, mm. um, but yeah, I've heard Home Again was yeah was The awful. Circle with my main man Tom Hanks and Emma Watson. It's called The Circle. Was that like a sci-fi thing? It was like, I think it was kind of harping on Google. Oh. And like, uh, it was like a, it was kind of sci-fi-ish. Mm. The Dark Tower. Valer- oh yeah, I heard that was mm-hmm. bad. Valerian, the City of a Thousand Planets yeah. with Cara yeah. Delvine or whatever her name Brianna. is. Rihanna, yeah, bad. Ghost in the Shell, just because of its blatant um, racism, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whitewashing, yeah, just yeah, bad. Some of those. And then the rest are actually okay, like, but I just didn't like like um, Atomic Blonde. I didn't like. Logan oh, Lucky. really? Mm. The Greatest see... Showman. Oh, yeah. See, like, look. 
See, these are loved films. I'm about to break some people's hearts. I have some friends who love The Greatest Showman. Yes, so do I. I, look, I liked it for what it was, mm. a musical, a glorified, like, movie musical. And I love Hugh Jackman, like, he's great. Mm-hmm. And I love, um, oh, what's her name? Michelle Williams. Yes. Yeah, they're she great. is brilliant. Did I'm I horrible listen, with names. Did I want to listen to Michelle Williams sing? No. no. Didn't need to hear that. Um... And Kiela Settle was great. I loved her. She yes. was fantastic. She's and great. She's a Maori, and I love seeing Maori people on the map. Yes, you I know, love I that. I love seeing Polynesian people get on the map, because I feel like people kind of forget about that part of the world. And that's why um, Moana was so great. Yeah, because it's like, guys, it's this whole other place. It's fantastic. This whole other culture. Yeah, so love fun. that more than anything. Um, but I just, I don't know, I, I really liked it when I watched it, but then kind of the hype surrounding it, just, I don't know, I get really mm. turned off by hype to things. They were trying too much with the whole embrace your inner freak kind of thing, or like, yeah. like it was pushing, pushing just a little bit too far. Yeah, and it was... And P.T. Barnum was good to his freaks, but he still exploited them. But apparently they lived a really long time. Well, I, after that movie kind of stole my wig, I did a little bit of research, mm-hmm. and, um... He had, like, minstrels. And I was like, oh. Like, I just... Oh, yes. Yeah. That's and right. then I was I'll like, read about that. I was like, Zendaya was cool with this? Like, I was just... I don't know. Yeah, that because after... After This Is America came out, I got a bit into, like, looking into mm-hmm. that, that, that era. And that he was, up. like, one of the proprietors of it. Yeah. Which is kind of scary. Pretty bad. And, you know, um, this is off topic. On topic, whatever. Mm. Rebecca Ferguson, the song she sings, that's not her singing. I think that's kind of obvious, though. Yeah. It's someone else. It's someone from Grace. The Voice. Yeah. But I was like, wow. But then it's like, no. Yeah, no, it's not her. I could tell it was not her. Yeah, Never Enough. Yeah. It's a good song, but... You know what I don't like about Never Enough is that when she says, for me, she says, for me, three times in the big part, but she switches her vowel so she can hit that note. She goes, for me, for me, for me. Oh, weird. you got to listen to it. Yeah, it's not consistent. And the thing about the movie, it's like, they wanted to tell the story of this guy who, you know... I liked the first bit when you could see that he was a bit sneaky and a bit like, you know, you could tell that he was like an ambitious and sneaky kind of guy and he, you know, just wanted to get rich, which is fair, but it just followed like a really... Eh, kind of plot like it was just mm. it was so predictable it was like oh the rise the fall he forgets where he comes from oh yes. he comes all back burns down they have to rebuild I was just like like a oh. literal burning down and then building my favourite song in that was um, Rewrite the Stars so with oh, okay. Zac Efron and Zac Zendaya mm-hmm. that, that is, was my favourite song I Good cried like, I, I cried the whole time she looks so good upside down oh. you know, with all the blood rushing to her head and she still looks so pretty. She defies gravity. She is fantastic. That was my favorite song of theirs, I think. Oh really? Oh, I yeah. like Never Enough. It just Never annoyed Enough is me. good. Yeah. It's just it's such a belt song. You can't really not like it. And yeah. um, this is me, of course. Like this is still uh, playing on the radio. Yeah. You don't like this? is me. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was just you know. I think we've heard enough of that kind of. It's just the same thing. I feel like Glee did it back in 2013, yeah, like, 11. Born This Way, Lady yeah. Gaga. <laughs> yes. She's just, yeah, her, her she's mind. A, she's ahead She's of everywhere. Um, no, I liked Rewrite the Stars because it was like, you know, like, it was like a good kind of story in the song because it was like, you know, one of the ones being optimistic and then the other one was kind of being like more realistic and it was mm. sad and it was like, you know, but I just, yeah, 
I don't know. It was it was okay. I I liked it at the time. I don't really care for it now. Yes. It wasn't oh, like gonna stay. I've with actually me seen a bad movie this year. Um, Winchester. Me too. Winchester. Mm. What's that about? Um, it's about a haunted house in <laughs> California that she just kept building rooms. It has Helen Mirren. Ah. Uh. And some other people probably. <laughs> and it's she's the widower of the person who um, manufactured guns. So she felt a lot really guilty about killing so many people with mm. the guns. And so she would build a room for all her ghosts. And she, it was the house that kept on being oh, constructed. And God. by the end, it was massive. And, and a, this is a dramatization of that story in Winchester. It's Where very it was bad. real? Oh, it's based off a real house oh. set in California. God. Oh, and the 317 to Paris was also really bad. What's that about? It was directed by Clint Eastwood, so you can uh, just tell that it was a war, an American yeah. war hero. Oh. We get it. You did bloody sniper, American sniper, <laughs> and now he's found his footing with a white savior kind of vibe. Yeah. Look, I hated American sniper. I hated everything it Me stood too. for. It was it's borderline a, propaganda. It was, it was a fucked up movie. Mm-hmm. And the baby just is the The fakest <laughs> baby. I was watching it and I was like, how the hell did they get away with that? They didn't. Apparently, like... Well, they didn't, but they say that they cost tried. them the Oscar, some people say. The baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Rightfully so. Oh, no. Yeah, that was not um, what did you? What did you see this year? I saw um, a really bad movie. Again, Life of the Party. Oh. Melissa McCarthy. I don't Haunted. know. She's I like got, her. She's really funny. She's obviously funny. Like, she... I think her biggest break was in, like, Bridesmaids, obviously. She played mm, the Bridesmaid. She who, got nominated for that role. And she was great in Bridesmaids. Loved it. And then she got The Heat, which was also really funny. You loved The Heat. I loved The Heat. I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's fantastic. Um, and so, you know, she had The Heat. That was also pretty good. And then she's just had a movie every year. I think she, there's like some kind of contract, contractual fulfillment, and it just gets oh, worse. Because she had a variant the boss, the same thing. which was awful. She had that one with Jason Bateman. That was actually there were some parts of it that were kind of funny. Yeah, was, Identity fraud or whatever. Yeah. Identity theft. Identity the, fraud. Yeah. Who knows? Um, yeah. And then she had the boss, which I think was not last year, but the year mm, before. It was a bit. And now life of the party. And life of the party was so bad. It was awful. And Christina Aguilera, if you're listening to this, I really hope that you got your check. Like I just really hope you got your check from being in this movie because I heard her name. And I was like, oh, I better hope she gets her check. And then she's in the movie, and I'm like, oh, well, at least this means she's got an album coming out soon. Melissa mm. McCarthy is in a movie coming up, I feel, that will be really good. What's it called? I just don't know what it's called right now. But mm. it seems like, I think it's based on something real. Can you ever forgive me? Is this it? Oh, God. I also saw Downsizing. I didn't like that. Yes, can I, can you ever forgive me? You can always tell when it's going to be a good performance because they have a really bad hairdo. It's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know when you see Meryl Streep and she's got oh. horrible hair. And oh like, my god, like when she didn't have any makeup on in the Devil Wears Prada and you're like, oh. <laughs> you can just tell, like, look at this clip of her like, in this movie. When Lee Israel falls out of step with current taste, she turns her art form to deception. An adaptation of the memoir, Can You Ever Forgive Me? The story of best-selling celebrity biographer, Lee Israel. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, and apparently it's 
kind of good. I'm not mad at that as long as she can. I mean, it's not out yet, so but yeah, heard things. I mean, that sounds like an interesting story. I see. I'm not interested in a true story if it hasn't got some kick to it. Hmm. She was yeah. There might be a kick to that. Let's hope so. She she's good in these dramatic roles. I feel. I've never seen her in a dramatic role, have I? What's she been in besides comedies? You know what? You've got me there. <laughs> Mike and Molly. Um, <laughs> no, that's not a joke. Who was the Central man? Intelligence, that was another one. Ghostbusters, she was in. Cities um, are kind of not... Ghostbusters was trying to be too... Oh, look, I know that people really wanted Ghostbusters to do well, but I think we can all safely agree that it was not as good as the original. Mm-hmm. And I'm a feminist as much as the next person. Mm-hmm. The next person is me, and I'm also a feminist. But it's like, did that movie need a remake? Did it, like, you know, I don't really think the question is, did there need to be all women Ghostbusters? I think the question was really, did it need a reboot? Mm. My my answer was no. No. And... It was fine the way it was. And the whole all women reboot thing, I love. Like, I'm, I think I'm really Ocean's going to enjoy 8 is Ocean's happening. 8. I'm so excited for that. There's so many kickers oh. in it. So Kate Blanchett, Rihanna, Kate Blanchett. She's a friend Mindy of the Kaling, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sandra Bullock, of course. Sandra Bullock. Um, Kaylee. Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. It's going to be fantastic. It literally can't not fail. I'd be surprised if it does. And James Corden is in there. And I didn't like James Corden to begin with. I thought he was fat and annoying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm warming up to him. He's fat and less annoying. He's less fat, I think, because he? he's in Hollywood. LA's changed him. Oh, it's the vegan. Thing. Oh, is he on the vegan lifestyle? No, but no. being it around them get, <laughs> sucks the life out of you. It stresses you out. <laughs> it stresses you out. I, I, had, I enjoyed him in Peter Rabbit. I thought he made a fantastic Peter. Oh. I loved that movie. I'll talk I about that movie all day long. I'd talk Peter about Rabbit? it all day long. Because mm. I was like, who's Rose Byrne? And then I realized who she was. Mm. She's Beatrix Potter. Like What? Oh, she plays she? Beatrix Potter. That's fun. Because I was trying to realize who she was. Like I was like, who is who is she meant to be playing? And then I was like, oh, she's Beatrix. And it made me so happy. It made me so happy. Um, but people didn't like that movie. But you know what? You're all what? wrong. Peter Rabbit. How can you not like it? It's people like not thought, liking Paddington. Yeah. Well, it's they just thought, a humble movie, right? Well, they thought that the Peter Rabbit movie was too loud and too violent. Too loud. For, they thought it was too violent for. Beatrix Potter's original work because of the drawings, like because Beatrix Potter's illustrations were like really like you know mild and cute yeah. and pretty, but those books were fucking nasty. I'm telling you right now, P- um, Peter Rabbit, that farmer was horrible. He was dead mm-hmm. set on killing those rabbits and making them into a pie. Squirrel Nutkin lost his fucking tail. How do you think that happened? Shit was gory. Mm-hmm. It's it was some real shit. She wasn't playing games. People are too protective with their yeah. kids. And then they had the problem with the allergies thing, and then they addressed it in the movie. What which, do you mean? Well, because the, the kind of... The Achilles heel of the, the, the villain in the movie is that he's, oh, he's allergic, allergic to blackberries, to... and oh. so they fed him blackberries, and he had an allergic reaction, okay. and it was, like, featured in the trailer, and all these parents of kids with allergies got upset, and they said, allergies are real, and then... Yeah, they are. Um, the BBC or something or whoever the, made the movie went back and they like literally like Peter Rabbit kind of broke the fourth wall and was like we wouldn't want any letters now would we it was Ooh. I was shook in that moment and then they just kept on doing what they wanted to do so I thought that was really funny mm. 
But yeah, so what can you expect from the podcast? Um, We're going to be talking about, obviously, like, we have our own interests when it comes to, like, movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm an advertising student. I always want to know, like, you know, about funding in movies and product placement, mm-hmm. those kinds of things, yes. especially now oh, that... The Adam Sandler movies are mm, the worst for Laden that. with product placement. Um, and especially now with, like, you know, um, product placement in, like, social media mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, you know, movies are getting a lot more... Like, they're kind of mirroring social media and the way that products are used. Like, products are generally the focus of a lot of plot points and yeah. things like that. Like, even, like... Um, like in Life of the Party, Christina Aguilera was like the pretty much like the whole catalyst of the last scene in the last like act of the movie. And it was like, you know, Christina Aguilera's brand was kind of used and promoted in like in the last part in like a way that it normally wouldn't be in an older movie. Oh. Yeah. And then, you know, she has like her appearance and stuff, which is kind of I would consider it to be product placement in a sense. Because it's like she could be promoting, you know, an upcoming album, which we all know is coming. Yes. We can, we can all feel it. And we're all excited. But, like, yeah. But, I mean, like, so bad movies, especially, like, Adam Sandler's are laden with product placement because those brands know that that movie will sell regardless of what it is. So exactly. They don't really care what what is put in the movie. Like, Dunkin' Donuts was basically the entire sponsor behind um, Jack Yeah, and what was it? Um, it was Dunkin' Donuts, the yeah, Dunkachino. Dunkachino. You know what? I went to... Uh, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right near my my school, and I went to Dunkin' Donuts with a friend, and she ordered a Dunkachino. Dunkachino. They actually have them. Are they a real thing? Yeah, it's just drip coffee with mocha sauce or chocolate sauce in it. Ooh. It's yeah. not good. And she... She ordered it, and then on the side of the cup, they wrote Dunk, so I call her Dunk. That's amazing. D-U-N-K. Dunk. Dunk Dunkachino. Shout out to Dunk, friend of the podcast. Thanks, Dunk, for all of your hard work and your service. Yeah, she's in Greece right now. Oh, God. Well, party it up. I know. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of my interest in, like, the movies, because I really do like knowing about, like, you know, product placement. Also, like, makeup, costuming, hair. I love... Knowing kind of Glitter the choices. Was a good one for that one. Yeah. I love knowing the choices behind like costuming and makeup and hair. And sometimes, you know, in movies, it's just all about serving a look. Devil Wears Prada, Miranda Priestley just served looks that whole movie. Mm. And it was like expected from her. Sometimes the characters have too much makeup on. Sometimes they have their hair done too much or they're wearing a ridiculous outfit. And that's <laughs> kind of, you know, like in, um, like in the Adam Sandler movies, whenever his, Back to that. his really hot wife. Always has a push-up bra. Push-up bra, yes. Yeah, that's pretty much always just, like, a guarantee. Like, you know, she'll be wearing, like, you know, a tank top and, like, sweatpants to be around the house, <laughs> and she's got a fucking push-up, push-up bra. And that's not how women exist. Only in the Adam Sandler universe. The Adam Sandler universe is my yes. personal hell. Yes. We've discussed this multiple times. Mm-hmm. Always with the super attractive wife. Really attractive wife. Click is when I first realized that. Mm. I was like, as if she would be with him. Yeah, and then in, like, the grown-ups films, it's really, like, you know, cemented. Very obvious. And even with all the guys in that. Mm, that's what I mean. They're all so much uglier than their wives. Mm. And it just doesn't make any sense. No. You're just like, in no fin- in no world, especially Kevin James and his wife, yes. is gorgeous. <laughs> in no world, like, in no world would that woman ever fall for that guy, yeah. considering he didn't even have a good job and he had, like, a lot of mummy issues. Yeah. Chris Rock's 
And Chris Rock was with Maya, Maya Rudolph. With, yeah, they're the only one I could see like being okay. Their relationship was actually bearable. Mm. The only one in the whole movie that mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Mm. And that's because Maya refused to wear a push-up bra. Yeah. <laughs> She's great. She's amazing. We love um, her. Friend of the podcast, Maya Rudolph. Podcast, Maya. Uh, what do I expect from the movies? I'm, I don't know. I'm obviously going to look at the acting. Yeah. Look at the, what the director wanted and if they wanted anything and if they wrote, directed, and started in mm. some cases. The triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> A Quiet Place, John Krasinski or whatever. He, oh. he directed and starred in, made himself the hero of that. But A, A Quiet Place is actually really good. Yeah. Um, looking at that, looking at the reception and possibly any behind the scenes mm-hmm. aspects to it, like with Glitter, how allegedly everything was filmed on her good side. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah. All those kind of fun aspects of just how or why these films were made. Yeah. I think I'll probably, I mean, if you go into the how the films were made, I'll probably go into like how they were received. Yes. I can do like post. I no. I do pre-production. You could do post-production of the film, and like seeing the reviews and stuff. And then we'll have we'll have a couple of different segments towards the end. We'll definitely pick up the sequel segment again. Yeah, that'll be fun. We'll do the the stars, shining star. Yeah, shining star is a new one that's coming. Um, If I sound pained, it's because I'm trying to remove a false eyelash. Oh, she's just put it on the table. Just put it there, like freaking. It's like a dead spider. It sure is. It sure is. Ripped it right off your face. Oh, that hurt. Oh. Because yeah, you glue it to your eye. <laughs> My skin. Um, yeah, so that's the podcast. That's it's it. pretty. This episode is pretty low-key because we're still trying to figure out what we're going to name it's it. The re- yeah, we still don't know what we're going to call the podcast, but this was the reunion app. We were yeah. going to do it last night, but I had we had problems. I had we a baby had, here. Yeah, we had a loud. small child. We were going to do it whilst drinking, but we decided to do it whilst hungover. Yeah, which was definitely a choice that we made, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether it was the right one. We'll find out in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the post, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's the show, everybody. Yeah. So we'll talk later. We'll, we'll catch you on the flippy. We'll call you when we next want to chat. Yeah. Look, um, we'll, don't let it go to answering machine this yeah, time. Yeah, we'll call you when we call. Yeah. Can you imagine if this was all just a call to someone on the answering machine? Oh my god, they would actually. Let's call someone, get their answering machine. No, it doesn't have a time limit, and speak the entire podcast <laughs> onto their answering machine. And it's like, Unedited. this message received at two oh nine. Hello. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the podcast. Oh, God. That's not bad. We should do that. Yeah, that'll be funny. Um, well, maybe get some guests on. Yes. I'm keen to get some guests on this year. Keen as a bean. We're going to do it, do this every week, so we'll definitely have yeah. several episodes under our belt. Yeah. If not now, then when? Then, then At later. some point. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway. We're going to sign off now. All right. Um, I don't know how we're going to sign off. Do you want to speak any handles out there? Speak any handles? Yeah. Um, I might put my new business handle, which is um, at workwithsophia on all platforms. And I also have a website, which is www.workwithsophia.com. It's Sophia with a PH, not with an F. Fuck those bitches that have spelled their name with an F. Pretty basic with an F. Yeah. No offense. A full offense. A full offense, okay. Yeah. 
Um, you can find me on Instagram at Yanni Signs. You can find me on Twitter at Yanni. That's Y I A N K N E E. It's a bit complicated. Um, that's about it. That's all I want you to reach me at. Yeah, please don't contact us on any other platforms. We won't respond. Leave reviews, whatever. Wonderful. Well, thank you for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.